Welcome to the TJI Preaching and Ministry Podcast, your source for all things preaching and ministry from the Jenkins Institute. This is your host, Jonathan Sanford, and now your friend, Jeff and Dale Jenkins. Thank you and welcome you to this edition of the Jenkins Institute Preaching and Ministry Podcast. Did I get that right, Jeff? You're getting closer, Dale. Keep it up. All right. It's a beautiful day in Spring Hill, Tennessee. What's it like in Texas? Well, we're, we're expecting a little rain today and tomorrow, but uh, we're having a great week here. A little rain to make it a greater week, I guess. I've had such drought, but I think you've had a lot of rain this year. Yeah, we've had more than normal than we normally do. So you look a little, you look a little, uh, a little Israeli this morning. Well, I've been over in the sun over in uh, Israel. We were up on uh, up at Masada last week, Dale, and it was 114 degrees. Wow! But it's a dry heat. Uh, the, they did uh, under, for some reason they didn't say that. They just said it was. One- 14. All right. Well, I know you had a great trip, and uh, can, you, can you announce our trip? No, I cannot. Okay, so we won't announce our trip then, okay? No, no, we won't. Okay, all right. Well, let's welcome in our guest for today. Well, Dale, we're thrilled today. This is our week where we do an interview. Uh, we've kind of tried to set it up where we have Uh, different um, types of programs for preaching and ministry podcasts. And this week, uh, we're thrilled to death to have uh, with us on our program, uh, Wes McAdams. Uh, Wes preaches for the uh, Baker Heights Church in Abilene, Texas. And Wes is um, uh, uh, not only a great preacher, but a tremendous writer. And he, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment, but uh, let him tell us what he does and how he goes about it. But uh, it's been a joy to get to know Wes living out here in Texas and spend some time with him. And, and Wes, we're thrilled to have you with us. So we want to welcome you to the podcast. Well, thanks guys. I, I appreciate y'all having me. I appreciate what you're, you're doing with this podcast. I appreciate what you guys do in the kingdom, especially all the encouragement that you give to young preachers like me. So I appreciate you guys immensely. Thank you very much, Wes. Uh, we wanted to bring you on today. I want you to talk a little bit about your work, but we want to focus primarily on uh, the excellent work you do through blogging and the posts that you put up and the, the good work you do. Uh, tell a little bit about, if you will, how you got started blogging. Well, um, I, I bought the domain name radicallychristian.com about, I guess, almost six years ago now, 2010. Um, I had no idea what a blog was. I had no intention of starting a blog. I was doing youth ministry at the time, and I thought um, I, I was really I was looking for different domain names to you know maybe do something for the teenagers, maybe have a static website to download resources and that kind of thing for teens or for parents or something like that. I had messed around with a um, another website online. We had a, a a website for family devotionals for a while called myfamilydevos.com and uh, that just didn't really go over as well as we thought that maybe it would. And so um, I bought the the domain Radically Christian. And um, about probably six, seven months after I bought it, we I started 
trying to figure out what WordPress was all about, and so started blogging, and um, social media has really helped it to, to take off. And so uh, for the last four or five years, it's really been um, an, interesting, an interesting journey. Got to know a lot of people all over the country and really all over the world um, and been able to, to interact with people and, and share some, some thoughts. And it's, it's been a blessing to me, and I hope it has been to others. Well, Wes, it has been a great blessing to a lot of people. Tell us a little bit about uh, the name Radically Christian. What was the thinking behind that? Well, I wish there was more thinking behind that. I, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, you're just f- trying to figure out, you know, uh, I, was, I was messing around with different words and, you know, Christian teens and ChristianTeens.com or something like that. And, you know, different things were taken. And, and then so I thought, you know, totally Christian or, or, or uh, completely Christian or something like that with some different adverbs on there. And I thought, and then I found radically Christian. I thought that's a pretty cool idea. And you know, people ask me about that all the time. And you know, that idea of of radically, that adverb would be you know totally or completely, fundamentally. In fact, the word radical itself means uh, to the root of something. And so, um, while it gets a little bit of pushback sometimes about radical, I don't know what that's all about. You know, and um, I just tell people that that that's exactly what we ought to all want to be is that we should want to be totally, completely to the very core. Uh, Christians, we should want Christ and, and and Christianity to shape and to mold everything that we are and everything that we do. And so that's kind of the thinking behind the the blog name. So Wes, did it start with the blog itself and then expand into some of the other areas, or or how did you how did it uh, develop? I really thought that it would be, you know, if. If I'm being honest, I, I never really thought of myself as a writer, and I never really intended to write much on it. I thought it was going to be more about videos, and so I was more excited about having the uh, the YouTube URL, uh, YouTube.com/slash/radicallychristian, um, and so I, I I got all of the different uh, social media outposts um, kind of tied down. And, uh, but I really thought that it would be more video than it would anything. But over the years, it, it turned more into writing and that kind of thing. And the video kind of fell by the wayside. But in the last couple of years, um, we, we've started a, a podcast and the podcast has really been um, a neat addition. Uh, we started that last year, I believe. And so we started the Crosstalk podcast and then we're, we're doing some video stuff now. And so it, it really has branched out into other areas and, um, I, again, I never considered myself a writer, and so uh, it's really surprised me that uh, that blogging has has made you know such a such traction, I guess. So, uh, Wes, tell us a little bit about uh, we're thinking about blogging primarily today. So, uh, so tell us a little bit about your. Do you have a schedule that you use as far as your writing and and your posting? Tell talk to us. Think about somebody who is a preacher, maybe who hasn't done this before, who's thinking about getting started, and talk about your schedule as far as writing and posting. That's one of the big things that it took me a long time to to figure it out, but um, it, it really is a discipline, and I think it. I think that consistency really helps not only the audience but also but also me. And so, probably for the last year, maybe two, I've had fairly pretty much the same schedule. So I, I write a new blog post on Wednesdays. And so I'll, I'll publish a new, a new post on Wednesday mornings at seven. And that's, that's when the new post goes out. And then from my Facebook page, um, the radically Christian Facebook page, an old blog post is shared. 
every morning at seven, every weekday morning at seven. So something, something is shared every, every morning at seven, but I really only write one new post a week for, for me with, uh, with my family, I've got two young kids and I've got, uh, you know, a full-time preaching job and, and other responsibilities. So I, I couldn't really make time to write more than once a week. And, and that seems to be uh, right for, for my schedule. So I write, a, I write one post a week and I discipline myself to make sure that no matter what else is going on, Wednesday I have, I have a blog post for the most part. So do you have uh, a file you keep future ideas for post on or in and, and you just start write a little at a time and then when it comes that day you, you try to put all, pull it all together into words or how do you go about that? I, I have a, I have a, I use Evernote a lot and I, so I have a file in Evernote called future blog post ideas. And a lot of times now, now that there are so many readers for the blog, they really help by, uh, by emailing me and saying, you know, have you written anything on this? Would you write something on this? And so when I get an email or a message about something, I'll just copy and paste it and stick it in that file. And then that way, when I start writing, and usually I'll start a blog post on Tuesday afternoon if I have the opportunity. And so on Tuesday, when I start really putting, formulating the ideas, then I'll, I'll look through that file and then I'll get started on it. And uh, by Wednesday morning, you know, I'll have, have something complete. So Wes, talk about the, uh, the length of your post. Do, do you have in your mind a certain number of words, a certain length of the post? I try to, I try to keep it right at a thousand words. And so sometimes it's going to be, you know, every now and then I'll have one that, that is 900 or something like that. Uh, but much under 900 seems to be too short for most of the readers. Uh, if it's much shorter than that, it just doesn't seem worthwhile to them. I think sometimes depending on what the topic is, but, um, and if it's much longer than if it's, over 1,100 words, it, it, you know, it doesn't have much traction. So I shoot for 1,000 words, and usually when I – the first draft is usually longer than that, and I'll have to whittle it down until it's, it's about 1,000 words or so. So I've looked over your, podcast, your, uh, your blogs, and, in fact, I read you almost every time you come out with one, but just kind of perusing through them this morning, I notice your titles are very eye-catching. Uh, talk about – coming up with titles and, and its importance and if you think that's extremely important and how you go about it. Yeah, and, and I, I really try to study uh, secular bloggers and how I don't like, obviously, well, I guess my rule of thumb with, with a title is that I don't want to be, one, I don't want to be deceitful. I don't want somebody to think it's about one thing and then they click on it and it's about something else. But I also don't want to be vague. And, and I think that so often when I first started blogging and, and so many preachers, I think that this is the trap we fall into is that we're very vague in our titles and people don't know what they're about. I was thinking about this idea this morning. Last night I was over at, at a, at some member's house and they, uh, they've got some peacocks running around outside. And so one time they came home and one of their peacocks had, uh, had attacked the glass sliding door because he had seen his own reflection and he was fighting his own reflection and he had bloodied his legs up. And so uh, he, he really did some damage to himself because he was fighting himself. He was fighting that reflection. And I thought, man, that's a great sermon illustration. That would make a great blog post or a great sermon, you know, because we're, we're, we are our own worst enemies sometimes. But I thought, you know, a lot of preachers, if they were going to write a blog post on that story, they would title it something like, a lesson I learned from a peacock. 
Well, most people aren't going to click on that. They're not going to read that because unless they're interested in peacocks. But if if they titled it something that was more explained what that post was actually about, you know, why we are our own worst enemy, why Christians are our own worst enemy or something like that, well, then a person knows beforehand when they click on it what it's going to be about. And, and I think that sometimes that's where we go wrong is we try to be so broad and general and vague, uh, trying to pique curiosity that people just aren't interested because it's too vague. So, uh, Wes, uh, I know you said you didn't start out with in mind being a good writer. You don't pick yourself as a good writer. Of course, we think you're, uh, you're uh, selling yourself short because obviously you've hit, you've hit on something that has been very popular uh, in the minds of a lot of Christians. And as you think about where you are now compared to where you were when you started, what kind of goals do you have in mind? What, what would you say is, what's your purpose for blogging now and what are your goals now? I guess when I first started, it really was um, intended to be more evangelistic in nature. And and it's kind of over the years, it really was never my intention, but over the years, it really has developed into uh, more about edification within the church and just trying to encourage, you know, and so sometimes I'll, I'll do a little bit of both. And so some, some posts are more evangelistic in nature, you know, what does baptism have to do with salvation or something like that. Um, but a lot of things are, are really meant more for um, members of the church, uh, Christians, and, and trying to encourage them to uh, be thoughtful about what they're doing, both corporately in the church and individually as Christians. Very good. Do you look at OS uh, analytics and, and uh, you know, try to keep up with eyeballs and, 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 and how that works? And, and how, do you, how do you go about charting that? Probably more than I should. That, that's something that can get uh, addictive to watch, you know, watch all the numbers and stuff. And, and in the beginning, I probably watched a lot more than I do now. Um, I try to keep, keep track of, you know, what, what's doing well and what's not. But, um, but you know, I use Google Analytics to, to kind of track, you know, page views and that kind of stuff. But I try not to check it more than once a week or once a month or something like that because it really can get um, – it can really get – so that that's the focus, you know, that the, the focus is about numbers of people rather than um, saying what needs to be said. And so sometimes I'll decide, you know what, here's a post that needs to be written. I feel like this really needs to be said. It probably isn't something that's going to interest most people. Uh, it probably isn't going to make much impact, uh, but, but I feel like it needs to be said. And so sometimes I'll write a post like that. And I think, you know, as preachers, as teachers, as, you know, whatever role we play in the church, I think that that's something that we, we always have to keep in mind. It's not about writing a popular blog post. It's about speaking the truth in love. And, um, and sometimes it needs to be spoken whether anybody listens or not or whether anybody agrees or not. So uh, you brought up something. I know that none of your posts or articles ever incite any kind of comments or anything like that. Yeah, ne never, never. <laughs> What uh, what do you do about do you do you uh, do you read those comments do you do you respond to them do you I don't mean do you care about them but do you uh, but do you care about them how do they affect <laughs> you what do you do with them yeah do you care about them well I I made the decision about I don't know how long it's been now probably two years ago to turn the comments off on my blog itself um, I was getting getting a lot of of people that were 
um, you know, maybe, maybe somebody pushing a pro-homosexual agenda or maybe an atheist or an agnostic who was just using the, the comment section on the blog as a platform for their own agenda. And I decided, you know what, I'm paying for this out of my own pocket. There is no, no reason that, that I have to pay for someone else to, to be able to have a platform to push something that's not true. And so, um, so I decided to turn those, those comments off. Of course, there's still Facebook comments um, and, and I, I read all of the comments that are, that are made on my own personal page or on the, the Radically Christian page. Um, I don't respond to everything. Um, I, try not to, I try not to go back and forth more than a couple of times. Uh, it gets to a point where it's unproductive. But I've had, you know, here recently, I've, I've really been surprised by how many Christian people have become very argumentative or very belligerent in their view and then have had a 180-degree uh, turn and have apologized for their rhetoric or apologized for their, their tone uh, to me or to other people. And it's, it's really been refreshing here lately uh, to see some, some positive things come out of comment section because we all know that, that that's, <laughs> that's one of the worst places on the Internet is the comment section on, on anything. So, you know, if, if I think that it's a productive and profitable discussion, I'll have a discussion. If I feel like something needs to be said, I'll say it. Um, but you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like having a, a a dinner party or or being at some social function. Uh, there's going to be a lot that is said, even if you're the host. Uh, you don't necessarily have to respond to everything, and and some things are just gonna just gonna go without a response, and that's fine. And some things need to be responded to, and it's it's just a judgment call and. And I'm afraid often I make the wrong judgment call, but um, it's really just a matter of personal judgment. Outstanding. So your site is a WordPress site? It is, yes, sir. And did you build it yourself or had you? I, I, I mean, I, 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 use the, I use Bluehost for the hosting. And, um, and so I host the um, – now they – when I first started with Bluehost, if anybody's interested in all the technical details, when I first started with Bluehost, uh, they didn't have the – the specialized WordPress hosting. Now they have that. It's a little bit more expensive than when you first go in, but it's been a lot more uh, reliable and it has had a lot less downtime here lately. So I've been, I've been really impressed now that I've changed that over to the specialized WordPress hosting. Uh, but WordPress is pretty easy. Um, you know, the, you, I would recommend people buy a, a what they call a theme um, and so I use the standard theme, which they've actually gone out of business since I bought it. But um, when I first started, I used to mess with mess with the graphics and the you know the way it looked all the time. But now I've gotten to the point where it's probably been the same for a year or two, and I haven't messed with that. And um, and I'm glad because that can be really time consuming, messing with all the back end stuff. But just keep it simple and and just focus on the message, and and it's usually a lot a lot better that way. So as much. Go ahead. Maybe another uh, quick technical question. Uh, you and I recently sat on the same uh, seat close to each other at a conference, and I uh, noticed you were taking notes. It looked like a, maybe an iPad Pro with a pen. Uh, when you do your writing, do you, you what, what do you, you use? Your computer? You use your iPad Pro? What, what do you use for that? I do. I, I've got a I've got a, a Mac here at the office and an iMac, and then I have uh, uh, my wife has a um, what do you, MacBook Air that, and I usually I usually write my blog posts on 
on the computer rather than on a tablet. I've, I've, I love using a tablet for consumption, for reading, um, even for preaching. I preach from, a, from an iPad. I've got the iPad Pro. and I love using a tablet for those kind of things, but I've, I've found it very difficult to use it for creation. Um, and so I don't, I don't do a lot of um, document creation on my iPad. I, I may change over the, over the years once I get better with the uh, Bluetooth keyboard and that kind of stuff. But I, I prefer to use a computer when I write. Let me ask you, uh, Wes, if you were advising someone that was thinking about starting a blog, what would be maybe the three best pieces of advice you could give them? Um, I would say, I would say do unto others as you would have them do unto you. I'd, I'd say, you know, write like you would want someone to write for you. Uh, and that's what I try to do. I would try to, I, I try to, to write things that I like to read the way that I like to read it. So, you know, from a, from a very practical standpoint, I, I like it when a blog post is, is broken up with headings so that I can easily, when I'm reading somebody else's blog, I want to be able to click on their, their link and I want to be able to scan their article and be able to tell right away, is this something that, that is going to be profitable for me or not? And then if it is, then I'll go ahead and read the whole thing. Uh, but if I can't tell, well, then I, I don't know whether I should invest time in that or not. So, so that would be from a practical standpoint is to, um, is to kind of break it up. If you like it broken up, then break it up. If you don't like it broken up, then don't do that. Um, and so, so that would be one piece of advice. Another thing that I would say is, um, you know, don't just write to make noise, you know, don't just write to be out there, uh, right? Because you, you know something or see something that needs to be said. Uh, if, it, if everybody is already saying the same thing, then there's no, there's no sense in just adding to the noise. I think a lot of, a lot of preachers, a lot of people just want to start a blog or, or write just because uh, they want to be a part of the discussion. But there's really no sense if, if it's already being said, just share what somebody else is saying rather than adding to it. So um, those would be a couple things. I don't know how many that was. but That's great. So, Wes, when you think about the future in, in blogging and Radically Christian, do you have any plans, goals? What, what are you thinking? Well, when I first started, I, um, I wrote a book when I first started, and that really was the, was the plan, was to write a book a year or something like that and use Radically Christian as a um, – as a publishing platform for myself and maybe even for others, um, Michael Whitworth uh, is doing exactly that with Start to Finish and doing a phenomenal job uh, with Start to Finish. And, and that was really what I had intended to do, but Michael's is so, is so much more disciplined uh, than I ever was. And so uh, he's actually published some of my material and I'm so thankful for what he's doing. But, but I do hope to, to write uh, more books, more things that um, will have some more longevity rather than just blog post. So hopefully in the next year or so, I'll be putting out another book or two. Great. So uh, Wes, we want to thank you for joining us today. And, and uh, we really, really want you to know how much we appreciate what you're doing for the kingdom. And uh, you're, you're having a great influence and, and we hope you'll keep on doing what you're doing. And it's just a, a blessing to know people like you. Well, likewise, brother, thanks for all you do. Both so, of y'all. so give us a, uh, Give us a con uh, your contact information for those that may be interested, whatever you'd like to give, and maybe the website information and, and those kind of things. Okay, well, the, the, the blog is radicallychristian.com, and from there you can find Twitter. It's, it's twitter.com slash Wes McAdams is my personal uh, Twitter, and uh, on Facebook it's radicallychristian, or I'm sorry, facebook.com slash 
Radically Christian page. Um, and so you can find us on Facebook or Twitter or, uh, or on the blog itself. Anything else you want to share with us before we go today? Just how much I appreciate you guys having me. I, I appreciate it. Great, man. Thank you very much, Jeff. You got anything before we go? Um, look forward to next week and uh, hope everybody has a wonderful week. And we thank you for joining us today. And uh, our prayer for you is that the Lord will bless you and keep you. Have a great time.